0: Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. The Democrats and uh, some of the filth occupying the radical far left, destroying this country, slowly but surely, they're infatuated with lies. They lie, lie, lie all the time. And lying is the hallmark of the socialists and the communists. They need lies to make you believe the dystopia they're shoving down your throat is actually some heaven-like utopia. Solzhenitsyn, who witnessed firsthand the destruction the communists brought on the Soviet Union and Russian Empire, right? Solzhenitsyn had a quote about this, attributed to Solzhenitsyn. You never know if they really said it or not. I didn't hear it personally. But this quote, I mentioned it the other day on my radio show. This is what Solzhenitsyn said about the lying socialist communists in charge now. Because they're the same people. He says, we know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. We know they know we know they are lying. But they're still lying. Amen, Solzhenitsyn. By the way, his book, The First Circle and the Gulag Archipelago are must-read books if you want to hear about the real horrors of socialism that are coming to the United States right now. Incredible, incredible books. Must-reads. Talks about the prisons, how they'd stack the prisons so tight. Everybody sleeping on the cold concrete floor with no clothes, blankets, nothing. Would all have to turn over at the same time because they were packed in there like sardines freezing to death. Those are your buddies, the socialists. For all you left this out there. More lies from Joe Biden. A disgraceful human being. Um, really, this guy occupying the White House must go, must be impeached immediately. Get every one of your Republican members on the record right now with impeachment. There's no listen, no more cutesy type. Eh, swing district. No more of that. This man is a disaster. He got Americans killed. He is a disgraceful liar. What happened? Well, remember when the Democrats impeached Donald Trump? impeached Donald Trump because he was on the phone with the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, at the time. And Donald Trump knew about extensive corruption in Ukraine by the Biden family. So he asked the Ukrainian president about this corruption. And military aid came up later, not conditioned on any of that stuff. And the Democrats said that was a quid pro quo, something for something. It was an illicit exchange. It was a huge scandal. Donald Trump demanding investigations into Ukrainian corruption in exchange for missiles. That's not actually what happened on the call. It was totally discredited and debunked. But the Democrats said these quid pro quos in foreign policy, these are impeachable offenses. Okay, impeach Biden. Reuters, it was Reuters, by the way, Reuters, left-leaning outlet, exclusive. Before the Afghan collapse, Biden pressed uh, Ashraf Ghani, the Afghan president, to change the perception of what was going on on the ground. Oh, the verdict is in. Sounds like Joe Biden's in a little bit of trouble. Just kidding. The media doesn't care at all. So what happened? Well, we have a real quid pro quo here. Quote from the Reuters piece. In the phone call, Joe Biden offered aid if Ghani could publicly project that he had a plan to control the spiraling situation in Afghanistan. Quote, we will continue to provide close air support if we know what the plan is, Biden said. Days before the call, the U.S. carried out airstrikes to support Afghan security forces, a move the Taliban said was in violation of the Doha peace agreement. Folks, Joe Biden knew the situation in Afghanistan was out of control. He knew the country was about to fall. He was begging the Afghan president to say otherwise and lie to the entire world community. He said, if you do lie, maybe we'll go out there and give you some air support to keep your country uh, running effectively and maybe keep maybe keep the Taliban out of Kabul. How is Joe Biden not impeached for this? Please, can you explain to me, Democrats, if you have any set of principles left? Any. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's uh, that was. That Was that the voice of, uh, was that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? No, that was the voice of crickets. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. They say nothing. They say nothing. Biden tells the president of Afghanistan to lie. And if you lie about the situation on the ground, we may save you. If not, double barrel, middle finger, you're out of here. Folks, Donald Trump was impeached for an allegation a thousand times less severe than this. An allegation that turned out to be untrue. Yet Joe Biden gets caught. Reuters reports the transcript of the phone call being clear as day. I want you to lie about the security situation on the ground, which could have gotten and has which got some of our people killed. 13 service members could have gotten a lot more people killed lying to them about the stability of the country. Oh, no, everything's fine. Americans stay there. No problem. Wink it a nod. The president's lying for us. And 13 people died. How is this man not impeached? Please explain to me. You have no principles. You can't explain to me. I know you have no principles. As Solzhenitsyn said, you know you have no principles. You know we know you have no principles. And you know we know that you know you have no principles. We get that. But you do it anyway because your entire life is a lie. Listen, we're we're coming out firing all cylinders today because I'm tired. Cutesy time is over with these idiots. All right, let me get to more here. Joe Biden goes out and gives a speech yesterday. You may have heard pieces of it. Here's the most disgusting part where the airlift gaslighting begins. How's the narrative going to change over the coming weeks? The media is going to help. Again, any other president, the quid pro quo, the failure on the ground, the surrender to the Taliban, the tens of billions of dollars of equipment left behind, any other president would be impeached automatic, automatically, would have been like, we have to get rid of this guy now. Even, even uh, if, if this was a Republican president would have done this, even Republicans would have been calling for impeachment. But I warned you. The media will do this short-term thing where they hit the guy really hard because there's no political penalty right now. It's not an election until 2022. And over the coming weeks, you're going to see the transition from the failed surrender to the Taliban. The surrender. That's what Joe Biden did. He surrendered to the Taliban. The failed surrender to the successful airlift. Here, Joe Biden started it again yesterday. Check this out. This in Kabul, the United States ended. 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history, the only the United States had the capacity and the will and the ability to do it. And we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. You believe this guy? Do you believe this man? This corrupt, senile shell of a human being. He doesn't have an ounce of dignity in his broken, grotesque soul. He is actually taking a victory lap for this. Now, here's how the narrative's going to change. Again, I, I wish I was wrong once in a while on this, but the media is so predictable. It's impossible to be wrong. Well, here's what's going to happen. Number one, you're going to see the media start to take take and run with the Joe Biden narrative. Now, successful airlift, folks, never mentioning why we had to evacuate the city because of Joe Biden's disastrous tactical decisions, evacuating Bagram, being a uh, bring primary. Airlift number one. Narrative number two, Joe Biden is taking credit right now for what other nations did. That airlift was not only the United States. I don't know if you've heard this, but I'm getting from sources, a number of sources, that the number he keeps citing for the amount of people evacuated from Kabul is not specifically only United States airlift operations, but other countries. How do you think that makes these other countries feel that Joe Biden is taking credit for their evacuation? Where are the fact checkers on that? You suck. That's where the fact checkers are. You're garbage. You're propaganda machines to ensure that the republic is destroyed and you're doing it. So they'll take credit for the airlift. They're taking credit for other nations evacuations. And soon, watch, here's the third part of the transition in the media narrative. If you dare criticize the surrender to the Taliban, it'll be, are you insulting our military? Guaranteed. That is going to be the Democrat talking head, talking point going forward. Watch. Don't insult the military. That's coming soon, too. One more component. It kind of encompasses all. But you saw the three. The airlift, taking credit for the other nation's airlift, and don't insult the military. Another part is they will continue to inflate, conflate the withdrawal decision, which many people on both sides of the aisle agreed with, with the execution of the withdrawal. Here. Even James Antle picked up at it. The picked up on The Washington Examiner today. Joe Biden relies on the popularity of the Afghan withdrawal, Afghanistan withdrawal, to overshadow the execution of the withdrawal. Folks, I can't use this analogy enough for the dopey Democrats trying to pump this down our soup coolers and gullets here. Oh, everybody agrees we have the withdrawal. No kidding, we're not talking about the withdrawal. We're talking about the execution. When you open a bank account, correct? You're allowed to withdraw money. Are you allowed to rob the bank? The execution of how you withdraw money matters, correct, folks? You have banking hours. You have to sign a withdrawal slip. You don't get to walk into the bank with a firearm and demand money at six o'clock at night as the workers live. Just correct. It's, they're all withdrawals, right? Where well, you're withdrawing money. Am I, I right? What part of that is wrong? None. You are withdrawing money. How you withdraw the money is what matters. Biden's hoping to conflate the two because, again, Biden thinks you are stupid. And so do the people around him. Don't let it happen, folks. Do not let it happen. Some Democrats are speaking out about this. And the GOP put this ad out. It's a, it's a long, about two minutes. I'm only going to play about uh, 50 seconds of it. Democrats are speaking out about Biden, though, and attacking him now. I promise you, too. I'm sorry to have to inform you. i be saying, oh, great. Democrats are coming around. They're admitting Joe Biden is a sucker and a failure. I get it. I promise you, and I hope I'm wrong. Just give it a couple weeks. The Democrats' story will change completely. They will focus on what I just told you. They will start focusing on the successful airlift. 100,000 people. Don't you dare attack the military. This is only happening now because the Democrats think, oh, we got to say a little bit of something now, but we'll let it go in a week. Here, here's an ad the GOP put out about Democrats attacking Joe Biden. This will change soon, I promise you. Check it out. It has created a global crisis, quite frankly. You cannot defend the execution here. This has been a disaster. Well, they clearly were caught off guard by the events of the last 72 hours. How his decision was made to withdraw, but then its execution, uh, which has been so far catastrophic. Our national security is threatened. This is uh, a Dunkirk moment, or perhaps... Saigon moment. This tragedy was completely preventable. Nobody wants the Saigon image, and obviously we ended up with another Saigon image. It's kind of like the Dunkirk evacuation. We do have to regard the recent turn of events as creating a real risk uh, of of another terrorist organization, whether it's ISIS-K, Al-Qaeda, trying to reestablish a foothold in Afghanistan. It's a really rough time. It didn't need to be this way. The fact that there was little to no... real planning done i'm left with some grave question in my mind about his ability speaking about the president to lead our nation as commander in chief to have read this so wrong or even worse to have understood what was likely to happen and not care this has nothing to do with them trying to do the right thing okay please put that out of your mind so dan what does it you know what 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 is central to this These people are trying to preserve their reputations. They want to be on the record. They know this media, this digital media, that what we just played will last forever. And they want to be on the record so they can still collect paychecks down the road from consulting companies that when history judges this as one of the worst American military debacles by a commander in chief in human history, they want to be able to say, hey, look what I said in public. This guy's an idiot. I promise you, I promise you in a couple of weeks, all this stuff will stop. They will be back to celebrating Biden. They only needed one soundbite to say they were on the right side of it. I've seen it. That's the uh, trust me when I tell you that's the only reason they're doing this. They don't even believe it. Actually, you know what? They do believe it. They just want to cover for Biden and they will. They'll start covering for Biden in a couple of weeks. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.